0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
2: That was uh, Ben Mintz. Thanks for his time on the show. West Virginia just scores, goes up 12-7, 11 seconds to go in the second quarter. Got the Browns up 13-7 over Pittsburgh with the Steelers driving with 5.20 to go. In the first inside the uh I think the fifteen? Inside the fifteen or the twenty, I couldn't tell right there. So got a lot of stuff going on. West Virginia adds the point after it's thirteen to seven, apparently headed to the half there. Thirteen to seven in Cleveland as well. Yeah, on the fifteen yard lines. We got we got football going on that the drama Two building. 13 chase. Sevens. <clears throat> I mean what are the what are the odds, right? Oh, oh, Pittsburgh at the four now.
3: Uh, Neil may have fist-pumped a, I mean, fist a West Virginia hey, touchdown,
2: look, of all things. I don't want to go to Boise. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I'm sure it's a lovely town.
3: I'm going through I, the
2: airport there, but oh, that's really? it. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. I've never been to Idaho. Um, I'm sure it's lovely, but the, the wife is not super excited about You can get some
3: potatoes.
2: Well, Bring them back. We keep adding to the losers' payment. Why and, are you doing that? Well, because it's you, you kind of have to watch the show. Okay. Um, we the loser is going to wear a shirt that or hold a sign that protests the treatment of potatoes <laughs> in Boise. <laughs> Hopefully, people will realize it's a joke. I mean, yeah, you're like, hey, I lost a bet. Just chill out.
3: I'm pro potato. Uh,
2: i I love potatoes. <laughs> Russets, sweet. <laughs> yeah, and I do. I love potatoes. Uh, Pittsburgh scores. That's going to get reviewed. It was super close. But if 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 it even if it gets overturned, they're inside the one.
3: Look but, at Mitch Trubisky. Look at my
2: boy Mitch. Huh? How about that? He thinks it's a touchdown. Let's see. It was really close. He... Uh, he, did that knee touch? It is. It, no, I think that's a touchdown.
3: No, I meant the left knee.
2: Oh, no, the left knee did he not He kept touch. the left he, knee off the yeah, ground. He's super athletic. Then it's a touchdown. Oh, no, maybe it did touch. I thought the left knee touched. I think it did. On that angle, I think it touched. So he's going to be at the one. <laughs> Grunt. crying. <laughs> <laughs> hates him. He hates him so much. Halftime in uh, Blacksburg, 13 to 7 West Virginia, yeah, that's gonna go back, but they're they're inside the one yard line, regardless all right we'll uh we'll open up phones. it's uh eight sixteen if you're still with us, God bless you
3: where is Harson's
2: next gig um I think he's because I'm assuming he gets fired in yeah future. he's gone he'll he'll go they're gonna be right at the one yard line um. I assume he goes back west someplace to that region. You do? He's probably a cautionary tale for stay where you are when you have a good gig. Everything's going good. They like Either you Either stay where
3: you are if you like it or get out as soon as possible if you don't. Right. Those are the two rules.
2: But I think he had a good deal and he liked it and he was making good money and had no pressure and he was winning. Just stay. It's not always greener. Bigger is not always better. No. Especially depending on your personality type. Weldon says possibly back to Boise. I don't. So everyone's assuming that UCLA makes a change. Where is that assumption coming from? They're undefeated right now. They're not good. But there's nobody at their games. At all. At all. I mean, there's no support. I I, I don't know. I don't know enough. I get questions like this all the time. I'm sure you do too. I don't know enough about the dynamics of UCLA to know what it's all about.
3: I have a hard time believing that they're putting much money into any type of infrastructure with
2: that program. But they're about to join the Big Ten. So they better. better. I mean, or it's going to get ugly.
3: Because that's Oklahoma not ready for the SEC on steroids. UCLA. Is yeah. Just...
2: Oklahoma's probably more ready for the SEC than it thinks it is. I mean, if Oklahoma went and played Missouri today, they'd kick their ass.
3: Yeah, I'm talking infrastructure. Structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodsy State's 2 and 1. They have that loss to Oregon State. They got popped pretty good in Corvallis start of the season.
2: Apparently, uh, Coastal's putting it on Georgia State. Yeah, saw that.
3: The Grace, whatever his name is, has having a big day. Grayson Grace McCall. Yeah.
2: Is that right? The kid who decided to stay there. Yeah. Yeah, twenty seven to seventeen coastal at the half. All right, let's see. We'll take some uh we'll take some calls. I need to put the number up. I realize that now. I apologize.
3: Noah and I were looking at it in the break. <laughs> You guys are really interested in game times. Uh, Ole Miss OSU has a real good shot
2: at 230 here in a few weeks. Big time. It actually f- It is a dud week in the SEC. Feels like 230. <coughs> uh, all right, Kyle Wilson, thanks for the super chat. He says, beef stew or vegetable beef soup? Beef stew.
3: If the option is meat or no meat in something, add meat to it, yes.
2: You know, vegetable Always. beef soup, though. He has vegetable oh. soup with beef. <coughs>
3: What's the difference? Isn't stew a little thicker? Stew is technically thicker, yeah.
2: I'm not a big vegetable soup person at all. Does nothing for me.
3: Yeah, vegetable soup. A stew, sure, hearty. Add some stuff. Thicken it up.
2: Yeah. I do think tomorrow's game on the Plains, Mm -hmm. or Saturday's, whatever, is a big game. It kind of has a little bit of a loser-go-home feel to it. Oh. Like... I, if you told me Mizzou Even got, drink which? if you told me Mizzou got beat handedly, I would tell you that things are getting weird in Missouri. Because we we're in an era now where if it's not working, it's not working. You don't give a coach six years. There's too much money and too much. You got to be moving. it? You got it? It's got to be progress. It's why you better the, really believe in the guy who's not. It's why the leech thing is interesting. Because today uh-huh. at at what are they two and one? They are today at two and one. You're like, oh yeah, he's fine. Give me me four and and I'll change my Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is uh Ben in Nashville. Hey Ben, what's up?
4: Um, I wanted to call in you guys were just talking about the UCLA UCLA gig and uh so I grew up in Southern California, ended up going to Ole Miss and it's just different out there. It's you know they're in a, a pro town. They like winners, and the stadium's an hour from campus. It's just it's it's not the same. And I, you know, I don't really see Lane going there to be no. second fiddle to USC and to the pro teams.
2: No, I, listen, I know I know where the Lane stuff comes from. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Lane likes the SEC. He likes the big stage. The SEC is the biggest of stages in the college game. If, if you told me that Lane left Ole Miss, I would tell you that it was for, I don't know, I don't, I don't want me to do exact number, but somewhere between six and eight college jobs or an NFL head coaching job. Like if the Cowboys offered Lane Kiffin, sure. I, th- I think he goes, right? But, but so, right. Do, so do most people. If he if get the Alabama job, the Georgia job, the, the Texas job, the LSU job, I, I, there's no question that he. I think he goes for one of those, but he's not going to UCLA. That's a, and, and also, I mean, I, I know Lane looks young, but Lane's pushing fifty. I mean, I don't know that Lane's gonna. I don't know that Lane's gonna want to go someplace where you've got to put four years into a rebuild. Um, I, I think there are a lot of signs that. Does he view the Ole Miss job as perfect? Well, no, of course not, but but I think he views the Ole Miss job as more doable. I mean, I, I, I talked about this earlier. If if Ole Miss beats um, Tulsa on Saturday, dating back to the 2020 Outback Bowl, they're 15 and three in their last 18 games. Right. The only program in the league, obviously Georgia and Alabama are in a different tier, but the only other program in the league that can match that is Kentucky. If Kentucky beats um, northern illinois on saturday they will be 15 and 3 in their last 18 games as well so i mean he's we do this thing in media where we 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 make we just can't come off our our pre narratives about who the second tier is but in a been 18 games is a pretty small sample size granted but in 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 two seasons basically Ole miss and kentucky are the second tier
4: yeah, and then this year it's Ole Miss, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Tennessee, where you know five years ago you you say that and people think you're crazy. Yeah, no,
2: I mean that's yeah, I mean the the only, frankly, the only program that's anywhere close to Ole Miss and Kentucky in that same eighteen game span is Arkansas, and they're not particularly close. They're they're kind of close. They got they got. They were victimized by the whole COVID thing because their their bowl game in 2020 got canceled, and maybe they would have won that game, and who knows, right? I mean, they didn't get a chance, but um, but it's Ole Miss and Kentucky, and 15 and three. I mean, you're just one step away from getting to that next level. Now that's a huge step because those two programs, Georgia and Alabama, are in a different different realm. But I don't to that. That's the point, right? I mean. The jobs that are clearly better than Ole Miss today. It's, I don't know, six to eight? And, the you know, how many of those six to eight jobs are going to make Lane Kiffin the brand, the whole brand? I don't know. Not, not many. So I, I, I think the NFL is a bigger threat than the college
4: game. Which makes sense because, you know, he's a game-day coach. He he likes the X's and the O's, and that's, you know, owners hire head coaches now to call the plays and to build the offensive system and that just feels like what Lane likes more than the full recruiting and all of that.
2: Well and, and not only that, and you're right, but Lane's not the only one that likes that. I mean you're gonna see right. you're gonna see a lot of college coaches um inquiring about NFL gigs. I mean, they're they're going to be interested in NFL gigs. But if you look at the NFL and you look at who the NFL hires to be head coaches right now, it's not college coaches. It's guys who have been coordinators at the NFL level because the NFL game is so different. Like, if you watch, and I do, and maybe you do too, Chase does, if you watch a lot of college football on Saturday and then you watch a lot of NFL on Sunday, it's two different games.
4: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I think, you know, the... Big. Uh, I would be hard to imagine that guys like Lincoln Riley haven't been serious contenders for NFL jobs over the last few years. So maybe it's maybe in the future when college guys will be more likely to jump to the NFL, maybe we will see more offensive-minded younger um, younger college coaches going. Well,
2: they need a Cliff Kingsbury to have super success. They need.
4: Yeah, but Cliff was never going to have success.
2: But I mean, Urban Meyer Dude, went what? to the NFL and was a disaster. Steve Spurrier went to the sure. NFL was a disaster. Nick Saban went to the NFL and was a disaster. It's it's a totally different game.
4: Yeah, I guess you're right.
2: Matt uh, Matt Rule uh, right now, and it's it's like this yeah. mentioned in the thread. Matt Rules in Carolina, kind of fighting for his job, and I mean, it's just a different. It's a completely different game beyond dealing with the people in a different way. it's You call games differently. The game is different. You prepare differently. It's I think Lane would Lane would be better than a lot of those guys I just mentioned because of his play-calling ability. But it's a different job. So I, I don't know. We'll see.
4: Yeah, no. I, I agree with what you're saying. One question, then I'll hop out, is um, do you think there's parallels or opposites to what Hypo did when he went to Tennessee and what Carson did when he went to Auburn both athletic programs were kind of in shambles went from smaller schools to a bigger school and then on one end Hypo is calming the crazy Tennessee fans down where where Carson's gonna be on the hot seat next week
3: oddly Tennessee well Tennessee embraced Hypo I mean, yes, their past are this very similar, but Tennessee embraced Heupel, and Hypel sort of embraced Tennessee. Harson and Auburn can't get on the same page about anything. I mean, it's been one thing after another, including potentially religious stuff. It's been the Auburn family stuff. It's been Harson just being kind of strange. I mean, it, it's it's
2: the vaccine thing. Yeah,
3: it's just a weird, bad fit all, all, all the it. way around. All of it. Kind of reminds you a little bit of Moorhead when he was in Starkville. Yeah, a little bit. Just fish out of water. Just not the right. College football is so fit.
2: It's It's so much.
3: You can suck in one place and be pretty good in somewhere else, all depending on what the environment is.
2: Yeah, it's – fit's so important. So I was talking to Jay on G-Pits. I mean, you know, I think most people would say that over the balance of time, Auburn is a better job than Ole Miss. But for Lane – Ole Miss is a much better fit than Auburn, not even close. I mean, it's not even not even in the same ballpark. In the same way that for a, you know, there are, there are other coaches who Auburn would be a much better fit, and so therefore it's a better job for for Lane Kiffin. Ole Miss is a really good job. He gets to be Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I mean, ironically, there there aren't too many places that would have allowed some of this allowed him to kind of grow into the job because when he first got the job, the COVID thing hit and he went to Florida and just kind of disappeared for a while. I mean, I think most people looking back on it go the first 12 months or so for Kiffin at, at, at Ole Miss were kind of disastrous.
5: Who have gone, hey,
3: in a lot of places.
2: Oh, just lost. They their would, have, damn just minds. would have lost their minds. It would have gone after him. Hey, who do we have? Hey, who do we have?
5: Hey, it's Mark Columbus.
2: <laughs> What's up, Mark?
5: Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm watching my Indians just break the Minnesota Twins. Now we're breaking the Chicago White Sox.
2: That, that's we're all that's in Guardians, like Mark. Plus
5: fifty-five run differential, <laughs> and we're winning the whole bleeping thing.
2: Mark, it's the Guardians. This is a, the Indians.
5: This is a, this is a, I will not buy one article of clothing that says Guardians on it. Period. Do they have a
3: bunch of clothing that's just got Cleveland across it to, to bypass so. this? I think so.
5: Some okay. but here's the funny thing. The guy the owner's son ran for Senate in the in the spring. Uh, I saw I'd vote for him if they changed the name back. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's how much of a, here's how much of a moneymaker the United States Senate is. They the family pumped like fifteen million in his campaign and spent nothing on the on the baseball team. That's how much money you can make being a United States senator. Oh
2: yeah, because you get you get there and you start cutting some deals.
5: Exactly. But and we're but it's pretty exciting. I'm not as exciting as Knoxville's about to be Saturday. But here's a name for Nebraska: Dan Mullen.
2: The name's come up. makes It makes some sense on a number of fronts. I mean, his his style of offense probably... It would fit what they're able to do. It would fit what they're able to do. The question would be, can Dan go recruit the transfer portal? Because I think if you're at Nebraska, you simply must be very active and successful in the portal.
5: And the Big Ten West before USC and UCLA joined, but the big, all the rosters are kind of the same, Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota, they all kind of look the same. They're, there's not huge discrepancies in talent. So where he can go out X and O, the people he's playing against. I, but if I'm Nebraska, and I think you probably mentioned this, I lock Dave Aranda in a room, and I don't let him out until he says yes.
2: Well, if I'm Nebraska, I, I talk to Matt Campbell, I talked to Luke Fickle, I talked to Dave Aranda, um, I talked to uh, Lance Leopold, and I'm just getting somebody that knows how to win today in today's college football. I'm not saying that the game passed Mullen by, but I'd have to have a real conversation with Dan Mullen. He about
3: seemed it. unorganized and a little almost lazy there. At the yeah, end why
2: there was... could you not recruit to Florida? That would be my question. It would just be tell me the truth, and if his answer was anything defensive, he'd be out. I'd have to know that he learned something from what happened in Gainesville. How did he let Florida fall to a, a, a lower level on the recruiting trail? Because Napier has gotten there, and Napier appears to be recruiting at a higher level already than Mullen did.
5: What do you think is going to happen in Knoxville tomorrow or Saturday?
2: I think Tennessee's going to win and win big. Listen, everything I see from Tennessee, I, I mean, I know that defensively they're not they're not they're not awesome, but offensively they look great, and defensively they look good enough to beat teams like Florida. I mean, look, I, I, I think if I gave you, oh. I think Alabama. I mean, I, I, I think Tennessee I, has a chance to scare the hell out of Alabama.
5: I mean, I've got the big orange cup on, just awaiting the disaster Saturday because I've got to flip back in the water. Ooh. The thing, I, the thing oh. Heifel's done, yeah, is he's not trying to out Alabama and out Georgia, Alabama and Georgia.
2: No, he's doing his thing. He's doing he's just building this
5: thing because you're not going to go get better
2: players. Hey Mark, Smash Mouth, hey, hey Mark, listen to yeah. this. This is I just thought about this. Think about okay, Alabama and Georgia are on, on a level of their own right now, right? Think sure. about who, who's the next four. It's Ole Miss, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, in some order. It's Ole Miss, Kentucky, and then Tennessee, You're Arkansas. Leaving A and M out. Yes. I'm leaving A and M out because they okay. haven't done a damn thing yet. Sure, go ahead. Those four programs. What do they all have in common? Ole Miss, Kentucky, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas. They all have completely embraced who they are. They have their own identity. They're perfectly comfortable in their own skin. They're not worrying about it. They're building their own individual identity, their own individual culture, and it's working. All four of them. Think about it. Think about it. Ole Miss has the – they totally embrace Kiffin and and, and the whole – Transfer portal and the, hey, we're going to do different stuff. We're going to put camo on a, on, a, on a helmet if that's what gets an NIL deal done.
6: Yeah,
3: whatever.
2: Right, whatever it takes. Kentucky is Mark Stoops. Hey, we're going to be blue-collar. We're going to be physical. We're going to be very active in the portal. We're going to tamper like sons of bitches. We're going to do it. That's what we're going to do. It's kind of cutthroat, blue-collar. We're not apologizing to anybody. We're hard-nosed. That's Kentucky. It's worked. Tennessee, you mentioned them. He's not trying to out Alabama, Alabama. He's not trying to out Georgia, Georgia. He's, he's kind of doing his scheme. It worked at UCF. He's, he's adding it at, at Tennessee, recruiting those kind of players. He's going to try to outscore you. They're going to try to do some things, and it's working. At, at Arkansas, what is it? It's kind of that down home, Sam Pittman. They've completely embraced him. They're recruiting a certain type of kid. If you look at their roster, they recruit the kind of kid on top of the kid they already have, and it's working. Nobody else has figured
5: that out. And I thought Hypo was a lazy hire, and I thought they hired him to score points and fill the stadium. Because if you're going to go six and six, be entertaining at least. And he's obviously exceeded my expectations so far. But they have this is this is the big one because Florida's just it's Florida. I mean.
2: Yeah, I get that. Lost I, 16, I just
5: sixteen out of seventeen in a row. Sixteen out of seventeen to them.
2: Really? Who Man, won? Who won
5: last year? And there's some bad. And hey, we lost to some bad Florida teams. Bad Florida teams.
2: Yeah, I just, I just don't think with kids now the attention span is such that that matters. Oh,
5: so I know. It's the fans more than the. It's the fans
2: are in the, the stands the doing fans. it. The kids, the kids couldn't tell you.
5: No, but <clears throat> excuse me.
2: I think oh, I, I think uh, I think I think Tennessee wins big. They're just better than Florida. Big. Yeah, I do. I, I think they roll past the number.
5: I mean, I've had I've had a, a week. I made a hole in one Friday. I was the last person on a plane Sunday. I got in the first seat in the first row. Wow! And wow. Tennessee might be might be four zero. I I might even go. Played Powerball this week.
3: the the front the first row thing too. You get to avoid all those people behind you that stand up with nowhere to go just to 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 inconvenience themselves. You're
5: just out, you're you're out. Check both check both bag golf bag and travel bag. I was the first person off that plane. I was the last person on it and the first person on it that from Baltimore, Baltimore.
2: That is sweet.
3: How uh, how far was the hole in the hole in one? One
5: hundred seventy two yards. Yeah. Uh, played at a place called Equanic in Vermont. This joint, your family had to come over to the Mayflower to be a member at this place. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God, tell about blue blood. But we're out there, and first guy hit, and we all thought it was long. And I said, oh, I'm still going to hit the same club. And I hit. And the two guys are playing with me. Dude, I think that went in the hole. I go, get the, you know what, out. Like no, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that's in the hole. Got up there and was in the hole. How about that? I can't. Believe, I still can't believe it. I'm still on cloud nine from it. Gave me the gave me the flag, the flag, everything.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Anybody have it on video?
5: Oh yeah, I got the video of me walking up to the hole and looking at it. Oh, that's great. Throw my hat across. You got to feel pretty
3: good. It's the there, there to let somebody pull the video out and do that because. Doing that and then it not in the hole and off the back of the green would
5: be a deflating one. I, I saw three balls on the green. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But I was still in shock. Made my year.
3: I said you were aiming at it. It's all good. Yeah.
2: You got it done. That's what yeah, you're, trying you're trying to do. It. Yeah. Did it, did it mess up the rest did of your
3: I, round? Not... No,
5: I played okay. pretty well okay. after that. All right. no, I, I, <laughs> had a good. it was a good weekend. Okay. So yeah, it was it was something out here. had one, Chase?
3: I have not. No. no. I mean, I, I've I've holed out from the fairway, but I have never actually hit a
2: hole in one from the tee. I've had a few on the uh, on the course at Gulf Shores. You have what's
5: that? Putt putt. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. Through, through, the, through the
5: clown's mouth. Yeah,
2: through the clown's mouth. Oh I got you. Knocked I got that you. in. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's a good feeling.
5: Isn't it?
7: <laughs> it is.
3: He he hit a fairway when we played the 18 I holes did. the first time. He hit a fairway. I did. 17 of 18 missed <laughs> well, fairways, but got one. Where was that at? Uh, it's when we did the first charity event. That uh, was at, at the
2: Country Oxford Club. Country Club.
5: Uh, Knocked that thing square I in the fairway. When I remember, when I used to listen to old because I used to. This is how you know you kind of have no life. If I'm bored at night, I'll throw on some old episodes of your guys' show like during Freeze because I think it's just so entertaining. You know,
2: one of our one of our sponsors is BetterHelp. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I
3: need help. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we had Jonathan Randolph, a PGA Tour member, got to play, hit two drives for him. We used them both on par threes. Um... I don't remember the putt total, but you shot 157, 159. Uh, who's, 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 like who's counting?
5: Uh, isn't that – is Country Club of Oxford, isn't that pretty tough? Isn't that Fazio? Yeah, it was brutal. It, it, it's,
3: it's, it can be pretty tight. Yeah, you, you miss fairways and the ball's out of bounds. There's not a lot of room to, to yeah. miss left and right. Because I know and, they, had a,
5: they had a U.S. mid qualifier there, and I was like
3: – They did, yeah. I want to
5: go to Oxford real bad, but I couldn't I could not swing I had to, to go to West Virginia, but like – I was thinking about making the trip down there because I've listened to the show all the time. I'll visit Oxford. And I don't know when Tennessee plays there next, but that was going to be my plan. It just didn't happen. It will be uh, right, y'all. It'll be, it'll be. Oh, sorry,
3: five, six more, five more years because they played them in Knoxville last year. So it'll be. Yeah. They got to go. All, well, I mean, the damn schedules are about to be completely re- revamped. So never mind. We we don't know what's going on once Texas and Oklahoma get here. But had, had it not changed, it would have been twenty twenty seven.
5: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. We'll see. All right, y'all. Thank you. All right, Mark. Letter, Mark.
2: How close have you ever gotten to a hole in one?
3: I don't. I mean, I've had balls rest within a couple feet, probably. Oh, wow. I mean, but here's the deal. I mean, still miles away. I mean, whatever. All right. Sure. That's not something I'm really obsessed about. Like, if it never happens, it never happens. Yeah, sure. I don't, that, that's not one that I that I really care about. Um, Spencer asking, does a hole-in-one on a par-3 course count? I, I know everybody debates this, and I understand why it potentially wouldn't. But it's not necessarily the par-3 course. I think it's a distance thing. I feel like the hole has to be at least probably at oh, least oh 120 God. yards. Uh, I like that. That's the thing. Like, I don't know that a sixty-yard, like pitch and putt counts, but I feel like if it's a regulation-size hole, it counts. Who do we have? This is Jeremy. I'm currently
2: at
8: Natchez right now. How are you guys?
2: Jeremy, we're good. How are you?
8: I'm doing well. Just got back to some customers out, had some beers with them, and just got back to the hotel. Got a beer. <laughs>
2: I was going to ask what kind of hotel. <laughs> yeah, uh,
8: <anyway. laughs> no, it's it's a Holiday Inn. Uh, I had it's a Natchez Burger Company here that pre- provides a beer at a place called a camp. It was some type of cider they had. As they suggest, it was pretty good. It was called like a fruit fruit punch beer or something, but it was just oh. like a just apple
2: cider. Is basically what it was. Oh. Neil's not a big fan of the yeah, cider. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big cider person. But well, okay. I like
8: ciders and sours. I like a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's I like how I, much I want.
2: I like sours a good bit. See, yeah. So what's going on?
8: Well, Neil, I want, I, I'm going to defend fall weddings just, just a little bit. But for most part, I agree with you. But I'm a guy who had a fall wedding, and I, I don't regret it at all because it's probably the best thing I've done from a negotiation standpoint with my wife. Because that's pretty much all it is. I have a signed contract, or I can go
2: to pretty much any game I want to. So it was a bartering thing so but but tell me about tell me about who attended the wedding, who all attended the wedding, who was upset about it I mean yeah, was it, it, it it's not
3: necessarily always it's not a bad thing, it is a complete barometer of what you're getting yourself into
2: yes all right,
8: so we actually had way more most people in my wedding I didn't even know. we probably had five hundred people people i did, did not know um I told my friends I didn't have to come besides two. And they was going to come no matter what because I had dead bodies on them but they didn't come. Uh, besides that, it was, I mean, it was friends, family had a up for everybody to do whatever they want to with TVs, uh, for the reception. It was, uh, it was fine. And actually, it was the best thing that happened because it was in 09 and it was during the Alabama on this game. And I'd just been pissed off anyway. <laughs>
3: 22 to 3
2: when almost couldn't
3: move oh, the football. Oh wow.
2: Look at that recollection. <laughs>
3: yeah, you're so it, was, it, it might it as was well have been 40 to nothing. It was not
2: it kind of a wet day too?
3: It was. Yeah, like Alabama kept getting in the red zone but kicking field goals. Almost played really well defensively but could not move the football. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, But you all supplied TVs. That. You did things to make it part of the event, which makes that makes sense. Oh, mostly all Ole Miss people, or what? What's our elite?
2: Was your and was that? your wife was your uh, wife upset at people watching the game? Eight people,
8: eight people Ole Miss people. I mean, it was a combination that was there. Uh, my wife comes from a Southern family. I mean, it was um, it was a combination.
2: Was she upset at people uh, who watched the game? Games?
8: No, she knew that going in. She didn't care.
2: Okay. Well, see, that's a, that's different. So the whole point was, if it's going to be one of these brides who says if you are watching if i catch you watching the game you're, you're going to be asked to leave you 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 now you
3: you But getting, i think you need tv set up too like it, you, you, you no don't question. just need the phone you you have to make you have to incorporate it as part of the event
2: Absolutely If you're well, going That's yeah, the, the phone,
3: line the could there in so. That's true
8: but yeah so I mean, had, it had to be the tv back then it wasn't the same deal
3: if you go to a place with a bar and have TVs up, you got to let them go. Yeah. Cool. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a measuring stick.
8: Soon as plan it, soon as you plan it, we uh, had a sign an agreement. I'm pretty much going to at least two games that I want to, and it's kind of worked out. I've been at some big old Miss wins because of it. Alabama game, even though I spent 14, even though I spent a lot for tickets some other big games, too. I've been to because of it, even some away games.
2: So you literally, now, actually, you literally signed twice. an agreement?
8: I I'll sign later sign a piece of paper that I read out oh right after. Wow.
2: Official. Wow, that is pretty official. I think you always pull it I've back. Pulled,
8: out. I've only had to pull it out twice. But I have pulled it out.
2: Okay. I mean, good for you. I'm 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 happy for you. I'm glad it worked out. Sounds like everything was was has 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 been good. I just just think as and there's always exceptions to the rule, but I think as a general rule, it's a it's a it's a litmus test.
8: But now on the whole thing you said, I do agree. But there is, if they're not letting them do anything, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of a red flag, but I know it can be an exception. If you you can't use it to your benefit in the long run, you shouldn't do it.
2: Well, hey, uh, enjoy uh, enjoy your evening. Thanks for the call.
0: All All right. Thanks, brother. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all
3: Yeah. Stacy says they're until July after baseball and before football yeah I mean look that's the that's the preferred thing you're, you're dealing with heat and in a town like this there's only so many venues and they get taken up with a <sighs> lot of people would, I yes. don't
2: think you have to uh, I don't think you have to adjust your wedding around a college baseball no. series that's just my opinion because look you could go to the wedding and still go to one of the games in the <laughs> I just don't. Nobody's f- stopping you from the Sunday game, are they? Well, and if you miss the Ole Miss South Carolina baseball series because of a wedding, is it? It's okay. Come on. Hey, who do we have?
7: Hey guys, it's Rep Talking 18 here.
2: What's up? What's up?
7: i match watching some Thursday night football, uh, and I mean, there's been some some crowd conversation recently, and I don't want to dive too deeply into that, but I am curious, uh, Neil. Whenever you go to, to Cubs games or um, Oklahoma City games are you are you a vocal guy do you um no I, you know
2: no, no. I'm, I'm I just kind of watch I'm pretty quiet
7: okay um Chase back in back in your days at fandom what's uh did you get into it a good bit not vocally
3: but I'm really bad about arms and hands and mannerisms and getting pissed off and waving yeah like I body language would definitely give it away it's not really like cheering or yelling but it's I, I definitely have some, some movements, depending on how things are going, for damn sure. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, um, the, that's the move there.
7: Well, my question, and it may not be one you all can get into, and that's totally fine, but I know there's been a little bit of chatter about uh, some NIL. Um, and if someone's already asked about this earlier in the show, I apologize. You don't have to touch on it. But um, some, uh, some NIL um Developments, I guess. Uh, is there is that anything that y'all can touch on, that, or is that something that you'll, you'll uh, let go about And um,
3: yeah, we
2: can touch on yourself. it. We'll we'll have a lot more on it next week. Um, we know what the deal is. Um, yeah, it wasn't
3: necessarily all It
2: the- wasn't like super secret. It was. It, it what it basically is in a nutshell is that Ole Miss is consolidating everything. They're going, everything's going to be under one umbrella with kind of a one group slash individual sort of spearheading it. Um, The university, as much as it can, is going to endorse it. And uh, I think the university is more comfortable with the direction in which it is heading. Um, I think the university understands that it's a necessity, that you have to do it. And uh, But that that NIL, the way it is legislated today, NIL has to have a tangible product attached to it. And I think in um, recent past, people at Ole Miss have been uncomfortable with some of the NIL deals that have been out there because some of those deals have essentially been pay-for-play and there's been a concern that that leaves you Liable and vulnerable, and I think that uh, where they're going now is going to eliminate a lot of that concern. Did I cover that, okay?
3: Yeah, I I think as a fan base, you will be pleased. It feels like Ole Miss is going in one direction more than at any point that I've ever covered them. Yeah, where I, they are very organized and have a have a singular train
2: of thought on how to compete. I would not interpret it at at least at this point as oh wow we've got all the money in the world to outbid everybody and we're going to be great. And we're going to, I mean, that's the plan, but they're not there yet, but at least I think they've put themselves in on a, on a path to be able to, to, uh, to be more competitive.
3: To maximize what Ole Miss can do as an institution.
2: Yeah.
7: Yeah. You have to be, you have to be organized at a place like Ole Miss. I guess it's good to hear that, that there's a streamlined, you know, we're all pulling in the same direction. Appreciate it, y'all. Y'all yep. have a
2: good night. Sure. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't really know how secretive we're supposed to be on this. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah I mean.
3: Uh, no impact,
2: JM. All good. What was the question?
3: Uh, how does that affect your
2: business deals with
3: players? Well, it, do- doesn't. it doesn't.
2: No. All good. No. We've learned a lot um, about going forward hey caller hang on real quick we've we've learned a lot I think going forward I I mean
7: Uh,
2: turn your turn your
3: turn your device down turn your device down that was a door or something was
2: it hey who do we have
9: hey guys it's Bob hey Bob what's up Nothing much. Just uh, grilled some wings and uh, smashed them. I feel like a total fat ass right now. I had all of them. Did I, you, didn't think, did I thought I could, you know, maybe split half and half and eat the rest for lunch tomorrow. But um,
3: once you started eating, drunk them, that was meat it. Just
9: had other intentions. What was the
3: sauce? Just buffalo or something else?
9: Uh, I so I split. I did a habanero and the other buffalo.
3: Huh. How oh, the habaneros? Yeah, I like habanero. Huh? Just habanero, like some stupid spicy or what? What are we talking about?
9: It was spicy. I mean, usually, which, I mean, says every guy that loves wings. I mean, buffaloes, really like the comfort flavor, I feel like, for wings. Um, But I try to mix it in every now and then. Every If I grill, sometimes I'll throw in some Parmesan garlic. Parmesan garlic, garlic is pretty good, I think. So you just but, grilled um, them? You didn't smoke them? No, I grilled them. Okay. I, yeah, we don't have a we don't have a smoker. Okay. Yeah, did, I did, mean, did you, uh, I wish I did though. Okay. My brother does have a smoker, and he loves smoking them. He thinks they're great. But yeah. Did you have a second date? Uh, no. So she actually lived about. Over an hour away, and uh, I had to uh, dog sit for my parents this weekend because my dad is playing in the Slavic Golf Tournament on the coast. Chase, I don't know if you've heard of that before. Yeah, I knew, I a, couple in that,
3: yeah. I knew a couple people in that.
9: Yeah, um, I mean, my dad, you know, they live in Picky and they've been playing in that thing for like 10 years now. It's like their biggest golf weekend of a year. And uh so I'm in Picune house sitting and then next weekend it's actually very funny. I I'm going for a wedding. Uh the grooms one bride is a former Saint Station and a lot of her wedding party are also Saint Station, so I'm just like, oh, Okay, but the first date went good. We're supposed to go on a second date here in the near future, but, I mean, I I, and Neil, this is not an attack on you. Okay. I mean, even though you you guys have been accused of, you know, being paid thousands of dollars by ESPN to pump the sunshine, but uh, it it doesn't bode well for me that that game is going to kick off at 11, and I'm probably going to start drinking mimosas early in the day, and then the wedding's at, like, 3.30, and – I feel like by the reception, I may be uh win or loss, honestly. I, I may be a little sauce by the end of that night.
3: How pissed off is someone going to be if you're fairly hammered at the wedding?
9: I don't think anyone's going to be pissed off because I just – I mean, at some point, I'm literally just gonna be like, "All right, dude, you need to chug waters because you can't be shit."
2: Yeah, way. so I, I, alternate. So part alternate. of the part of the question here is just what's what's the potential in this relationship? Is it is it?
3: Is but it, she's not at the wedding with him, though.
2: She's not gonna be there. No,
3: I don't think so. Right?
9: No. no
2: yeah. Okay. No. Oh, then don't worry about it. Just go have fun.
9: Yeah, I'm not. I, oh, yeah. It was two I separate conversations. I, oh, he's, like that. I missed one. Yeah, yeah
3: I asked him how the female situation was with the date that he had the first date on last week. Gotcha. And then we were discussing that he is out of town for a wedding this
2: weekend. Gotcha. Hence,
3: the second date is not happening. I, I had
2: not yet a, a, a yeah. added one plus one.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, yeah. all good. Damn, Neil, you got to keep up. It's almost like you've been doing a podcast for what, like five hours today?
2: <laughs> At least. <laughs> I, I lost track. At, no, it's. I think, I I think have, it's more than five uh, hours.
9: It's God, a, I'm forgetting his name. What's the guy that helps y'all with film breakdown and does that? Plot? That's my favorite one. Pete DeWeese. Yep.
2: Yeah, That was, that was yeah. terrific today. That was really, really good. I would strongly encourage so, people to watch that on YouTube.
3: At least you get to watch the game prior to the wedding next week.
9: Yes, because honestly, that kind of bailed me out because – I have literally been that guy before. I was at a Catholic wedding the year John Rice Plumley ran for like 200 yards against LSU, and I had the the phone on silent, but I had it pulled up on my phone, and I put it up against like one of the rows. And I got a couple of judgmental looks, which is fine. You know, look, if you're going to fall wedding, I feel like a lot of people can't for, you know, Trying to make football the priority at the wedding, especially if there's no TVs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean and, a, it's not like you got to deal there with was the a three-year run. I mean, yeah, there was a three-year run where I was. Ole Miss played LSU, and I was at a wedding every single time, and I was miserable. Because especially the last one, I think the last one was twenty, and that was when. Corral had like four or five interceptions, and we almost came back and won. And there's about 30 people hovering over my shoulder trying to watch this game because it's a mix between Ole Miss and LSU. But it was just very awkward. Um, but it, 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 So can you all explain to me, I feel like Ole Miss and maybe the under is the play if you're going to dual bet this game this weekend?
2: Ole Miss and the under?
9: Yeah. yeah. 62? You know,
2: it's it's gone up, but I don't know. I mean, like.
9: It keeps going up, man. I mean, that was some of the easiest money I've made all season already on that under the last week. It's just. Tulsa's bad I feel like on defense.
2: There, this doesn't do so as good at, as last week. Tulsa's bad on defense. I mean, if you told me Ole Miss got into the high 40s, I'd buy it. And then here's the thing they're going to really throw it, and the quarterback's good, and they've got good receivers, and you're going to get into some mop up time. And That's the problem on both of them—the
3: line and the, and yeah. the points. Yeah.
2: If you if you told me that Tulsa scored a couple of fourth quarter touchdowns against a collection of backups with their starting offense and got to twenty,
9: I'd buy it. Yeah. I mean, or I haven't even looked at anything on them. Or Do they just throw a lot, or are they an air yes. raid
7: team?
2: Uh, they're not air raid, but they do throw a lot, and they can run the ball somewhat effectively. If you give them the run, they'll take it. I would they su-
3: throw about 68% of the time.
2: I would suggest watching Pete's breakdown. Um, you'll, you'll get an idea of what they do. But the quarterback's good. They've got three good receivers, one who can take the top off, a couple of guys who are really good possession receivers. Um, they're not particularly great up front, but they have a really good scheme. Um, they're Look, they're the best team Ole Miss has played so far. They're going to score some points, I think. Um,
3: 49-27 would not be out of the realm.
2: No, I mean, I could see 49-13, to 13 and then they score a couple of touchdowns late because Ole Miss is going to get defensive starters off the field because of what's coming.
10: Yeah,
9: I, I saw Vegas opened up, the game opened up at Ole Miss minus four. That feels right.
3: Yeah, it's about a point I mean, higher than I thought, but I mean, yeah, in that realm. I, th- I would have guessed Ole Miss 2.5. Yeah, I
9: figured it would be, I didn't think it was going to be a pick 'em, but I figured, you know, they would. Look, here's my thing it's only been three weeks of games. I'm not exactly sure that anyone in the SEC West outside of Bama is truly a really good football team.
2: In the West? Um. Mean,
9: in the West, yeah, I, think I mean, it, I know Kentucky's I, not in
2: the West, but I think Ole Miss is good. I think A and M is, is 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 good. I think Arkansas is good. I do. I think all those teams are good. They all do. They all Honestly, do. They all do something well. And and look, and LSU's going to keep improving because Brian Kelly team teams improve. Auburn's a mess. I don't think State's very good, but those other teams are pretty good.
9: Yeah, and I don't know if – look, man, you see this every year in the freaking West. It's like a lot of teams actually decent, but the problem is when you're in that division, everyone just kind of beats the hell out of everyone. Like, honestly, if you told me two teams were just a train wreck in the West this year, I would think, okay, the bottom fella – it's – the queer favorite is sovereign, I feel like. Like, they have the potential to just – do like, go to Gene Chizik's last year where it's just terrible Um, and State but I don't think State's going to bottom out bottom out I mean I think Leach is going to win five to seven games now if they lose Egg Bowl I don't know if that's enough for him to be rolled over another year but which Neil that dashes your hopes because you just have this fetish for Hugh Freeze being the head coach of Mississippi State now
2: I don't know that I would call it a fetish uh, but but I, yes, that I would, strong. I'm strong, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. You brought
7: it up like every day. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's it, it's something I would enjoy. I don't I don't know that I would fantasize about it, if you will. If state gets a seven, they beat some teams that I did
3: not anticipate them able to beat. Yeah. That, that's a big number. That's for the a Bulldogs. big
2: number for them.
9: they got to play Georgia too this year. They do. don't they?
2: Yes, yeah. they do.
9: Yeah, that's. They got, speaking of, I, I was fired up. I did not realize that Ole Miss. Until it happened, until it got announced uh, the other day, I did not realize we had a home and home with Tulane. I am fired up about that one.
2: Yeah,
3: for sure. It's the only one ladder, though for like the next ten it. years. It's it's a it's a it's a problem that
2: needs to happen more. The only trip to Tulane? Yeah, yeah.
9: No, you need to do that, and then yes. I don't know. Maybe I think they have a home and home with South Alabama, which look Mobile isn't as fun as New Orleans, but damn, it makes sense.
2: It does. Mobile makes don't, sense for Ole Miss. Um, it, it, don't
9: do the freaking home-and-homes with schools like Memphis and Southern Miss where it's just everyone. Your fan base is going to be miserable. They're going to have anxiety. No, play so a good win. team or lose,
3: create a fun trip. This is an easy thing. But is
2: Mobile a fun trip?
3: And can be. It's not I, terrible. I guess. You live there. Um,
2: who broke his leg? Number five. Who is player. that? I don't know.
3: And then the other thing, too, is, and this got some attention on the board, and I think I'm right here. I probably should check on this before I just say it, but whatever. Um, You need the road non-conference game because eight home games creates a much more expensive season ticket, which you're already struggling with that with. It creates expenses in a lot of different ways, and you just kind of have an ability to offset. Like Eight games also creates more chances for someone to not go, and you start really picking and choosing more that extra home game in my opinion actually hurts the overall attendance of the season because you're 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 having to decide about an extra non-con that you normally wouldn't be doing so 7 is the right number for the number of home games in a season
9: you don't want 8 no
2: no cuz you can't you can't get people to come 8 times no
9: no it's just i mean honestly the shitty part about this season from the home schedule is the first what Two, three home games are just – they weren't even attractive opponents. I mean, it would have been different if they would have had Georgia Tech at home. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they get that next year. Do you all think when they do the nine-game schedule, do you all think it's going to be kind of uniform? They want the schools to schedule two Power 5 teams instead of just one a year?
2: Uh, they're going to want them to schedule one Power 5. In addition to the
9: one yeah. In I mean, addition to the nine,
2: in no. addition to the nine, so you'll have ten games on the schedule that are legit, and then I think you'll probably see one group of five and 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 one FCS game. Ole Miss is
3: uh, for anybody curious. Ole Miss's non-conference road games the next few years are Tulane next year, Wake in twenty four, USC in twenty five, Charlotte, which up. I hate, in twenty six. UConn in 27, BYU Ole Miss, in 28.
2: Almost goes to UConn? That is correct. That's stupid.
3: Yeah, that one doesn't. I feel like that's not going to get played, yeah, long, in I my agree. opinion. That's going to get canceled by that. They have Oregon State at home that season.
2: When's the South Alabama game?
3: It is in Mobile in
2: 2029. Okay. Yeah,
3: Provo and then Mobile, and then Corvallis, oh. and then Blacksburg. Oh. And then West, uh, West Lafayette. Oh.
2: How about that? Yeah.
3: They they picked power five teams they could beat for sure. 100,
9: Alex.
2: That's smart. Yeah. Hey, Bob, and thanks for the call, last buddy.
9: Thing. Yeah, yeah, last the, thing. Go the ahead. Last thing. Yeah, and this is kind of a heavier topic, but, I mean, maybe y'all aren't – are y'all surprised this whole Brett Favre thing isn't getting more national coverage than it is?
2: Um, A little bit, just because he would be a really convenient target, but <laughs> – um I don't know. I I don't I don't even know what is getting national coverage because I just don't pay a lot of attention to what gets covered nationally. Well,
9: today it's been the Celtics coach having an a, a consensual affair with a coworker.
2: Yes. Yeah, I've kept up with that. He just got the one-year suspension, which
9: which I mean, it's funny because literally I I remember hearing just reading stories, I don't know how accurate they were, how back in the day in the 80s the NBA was kind of wild like that, especially with that. Like, I remember I'm a basketball coach who loved Magic Johnson, but he was like, Yeah, Magic and them used to just be uh, hanging out with the cheerleaders at halftime, smoking cigars and drinking beers.
7: And yeah, I mean, like the first sure. time
9: I've never seen that. This, I feel like this is the first time the NBA's really cracked down on that. Are they just trying to set an example or
2: Well, this is the Celtics and apparently it's just a organizational policy and it is what it is. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know we don't we don't know who the who the woman was and all of the things. I I don't know.
9: Yeah. I just I'm I'm kinda of surprised the Far thing has a Gotten the national attention that it has, but I mean, it is what it is. The news. Some of it is that our
3: our our media is so dumbed down in so many ways that the far thing requires some context and reading through it, and it's hard to get the full grasp in like two sentences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot. There's a lot of print in this. I mean, I, I guess Anna Wolf's been the biggest person on it, but I mean, there's been a lot of stories and a lot of stuff here that you really have to dive into understanding the structure and Bryant's part in it and all that and it just it it makes for a little bit more of an intelligent conversation than just something you just plaster across you can do that hey hey he stole from people but it it, the the whole story is deeper than that yeah
9: i just feel like the only things they have are okay uh of fame quarterback and then they have the screenshot of a text message and that's really all that's kind of been dug into but all right guys thanks for taking the call all
2: right bob and thanks West Virginia up 16-10 4-10 and counting to go in the uh, third quarter I'm not sure what the Pittsburgh score is Did you find out who was hurt? I did not. Whoever number 5 is it appeared to be bad like a lower lower leg injury Because they had the card out didn't they? Yeah up. Hey who do we have? Yo, it's grind. What's up, Gron? How are
10: you? Oh man, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing a little better now. I hit a little first half parlay, so I'm I'm feeling a little better. I need goddamn coastal and Georgia State to get two more touchdowns for me. And if West Virginia could start punching it in the end zone, I'd be doing like
2: peaches. You got the what o- they say. You got the over and coastal.
10: Yeah, I got I got over sixty two and over sixty
3: three. Anthony Walker Jr. is the injured Cleveland
2: Brown. Oh wow. From Northwestern. Virginia Tech has 23 rushing yards in this game. And they're still well, – like
10: I said, in the, I remember when Virginia Tech used to be their program in the ACC, man. Oh, for sure. And Vitek used to be a top ten program. Oh, they, I was like, am I going to have to tell my kids how how good Virginia Tech used to be?
2: Frank Beamer had them rolling for a long time. They were super competitive for at least a decade, right?
10: I I know they what they played Florida State in the champ for the championship of what, what was that ninety nine to two thousand something like that? And they went to the they played Stanford in the Orange Bowl in like twenty sixteen or something like that, I, I want to say. Twenty fifteen, feel like it was West Virginia. Like.
2: West Virginia played who'd they play for the title that year? With Major Harris no. at the quarterback? When? West Virginia. West Virginia
7: played for the
2: title? Yeah, West Virginia played in a fiesta bowl where had they won, they would have been the national champ.
7: I'm not not making it.
2: Just Google Major Harris, West Virginia.
10: Yeah, when they were doing all that, I had a pacifier when they were they deciding the championship like that. Hey, I will, I, I will not
2: listen to these old jokes. I just... just...
3: <laughs> Major Harris finished fifth and third for the Heisman Trophy voting in
2: 88 and 89. So it was 89 that they were so close.
10: Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even... No, I would not even thought of it then. Shoot, no. Well, man... Be careful, Let grind. me tell you this, on Saturday... On Saturday, my family, as you know, man, I told you, I wasn't going down to Auburn until they proved something. I went down there for the opener just to, you know, catch a little vibe. But I said I wasn't coming back to after I seen the Penn State game. And so my family was like, all right, well, we going to go, you know, season ticket holder or whatnot. So on their way down there, man, it was probably about 7 o'clock in the morning. I called them. I was, you know, made rounds with everybody. You know, I was like, so how y'all feeling about today? <laughs> and, you know, everybody was like, hey, I think we're going to win. And what got me was my uncle, whos I mean, man, you know, he's a fan, but he also pretty knowledgeable, you know, knowledgeable about football like I am. I was like, so, man, how you feeling about the game? <laughs> he was like, man, to be honest, I think Auburn going to kill him. <laughs> I said, oh, for real? I was like, all right, then well, let's see. <laughs> man, if they had one out that stadium when it was 31-12, And I I hated to be that guy to call them, but, man, they was pissed off. They was pissed off, and they weren't the only ones from what I heard. You can hear people in the background. It was bad. It was bad.
2: By the way, uh, Ginger makes a good point here about Favre. Mm -hmm. Really, all you got to know about Brett Favre, seriously, is that he sent the picks unsolicited.
3: He just thought it would be an impressive endeavor for whatever he was trying to
2: accomplish. Here's I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to make a sweeping judgment that I will stand by. Okay. If you send those picks unsolicited, it shows you how out of touch you are. Yeah. It shows you what a creep you are. I mean, if the pick is solicited, that's one thing. If it's unsolicited, you are a total creep. Because that is not, women do not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I I can pretend to know all women, but women do not get up in the morning and say, you know what I would love to see today is just random pics of that. That's not how it works. (laughs) It's not. And when you don't, when you can't figure that out, when your ego is so big that you're like, you know what I think she'd like to see is a picture of that. That's usually a, that's usually a sign.
10: Yeah, I agree. That's I, just that's just that's, I, I, that's my
2: that's just my contribution to that part. We can get back to talking about Auburn, but I just wanted to point that out. That's that's a that's a general rule, and I, I mean, again, I'm 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 I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on on the fairer sex, but. I, I think what I just said probably applies to ninety nine point nine 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 percent of women. Yep,
10: I agree. We call them private for a reason. We don't call them public.
2: Yeah, that's just exactly. That's that's not that's not something <laughs> we call them that's, that, for a that's not a good idea.
10: Yep, I hundred percent agree with you on that one, man.
2: Anyway, I interrupted you. I apologize.
10: Oh no, are you good, man? I was, I kind of felt like the asshole calling my family because they was, you know, my granny. She was, boy, she was so mad because you know she's, she's the one that got us all into it, you know, and all that stuff. But boy, she was hot. She said she ain't, she's not going down this weekend. And she said she, she don't know if she's gonna go down to the LSU game. And that's, that's so not like her. All right, so let me that's throw, so not like
2: let me her. throw some names at you. Um, if I tell you Hugh Freeze is the next Auburn coach, your thoughts?
10: To be honest, bro, to be honest, to sure. be honest, with, sure,
2: with you? not going to hurt my feelings. I'm trying to get here the Mississippi State job, not the Auburn job. <laughs>
10: I'm I'm broken, bro. And I think my fam, I think my fam, I if if this season goes how I think I think they're going to be a little broken too, to where they they're just going to want somebody who's, first, you know, who's who's obviously a good coach, but goddamn wants to be here and I know people people are going to say what they want to say but man it's important and I and I know I know I know what I'm going to get but politicking is part of the Auburn. it's why Bruce Pearl has been successful is every time my granny goes every month she goes down to Auburn she gives them the check and you know what she says after that where's Bruce Pearl and you know what they say to her? Hold on. He's somewhere around here. And you know what Bruce Pearl does every time? He takes a picture with her. And she sent it to me. She sent it to my mom. And my mom goes down, goes down there with her. I Carson ain't nowhere to be found.
2: Yeah, Pearl, Pearl gets it. Pearl gets it. Um, in, a, in, a, in a league where a lot of coaches don't get it, Pearl gets it. He's always gotten it. He's great with people. Bruce and you Bruce, have, Pearl, and Bruce Pearl is and people is people
10: think yeah
2: he's he's top bad, notch no Bruce Pearl's top notch
10: exactly but people don't like if you look at Bruce Pearl's career through Auburn his first five years was booted it was not winning but you know, and I understand and now look and I think the similarities are I think the Auburn football program is similar in a place to where the Auburn basketball program was at that time point from a fan base mm-hmm. standpoint to where guys like. And the, and the fans of Auburn people, we've been down for for too long. Like, we've been down for a while. Like, after 2017 was cool, but even with winning the West, Auburn still lost four games. And so, in the fans of Auburn people, we haven't had the season that, you know, we can really say, hey, yeah, it was, you know, real, a really damn good season in a while. And so, that's whoever is the next coach. I'll take who Hugh Freeze, god dang it. I'll take him. If he want to come here, run the system, pay some people. I take him, man, but it Harson just wasn't just wasn't the guy, and I thought Alan Green was going to be a, a solid AD. But man, when you make a hire like that, that's on you, bro. That's on you, one hundred percent. What
2: if I tell you the next coach is Kevin Steele?
10: <sighs>
2: y'all are just y'all are just God no, dang.
10: Come just, on, I mean, All right. I'm already I'm already to a thousand pieces. Are you trying to make it a million?
2: I'm just being. I mean, I'm, God, I'm, I'm, that's being, not even trying. I'm just oh he's a not, he's a serious candidate. That's
3: not even trying. He's
2: a serious candidate. That's for doing that job. the whole
3: Auburn guy thing to a fault that doesn't even. I mean, he's my a God serious. Hell.
2: He's a serious candidate.
3: What is if the James argument?
2: That, that's here. who they wanted. To, all over that's here. who they wanted to hire the last time. That's Ale- not an
3: argument. What's the argument for him being the football coach to beat Alabama and Georgia? We the boosters
2: are going to show you people that we still have the control.
10: Do they think he's going to win? And I, I
2: control. I
10: will say this: Harson, the pocketbooks have been tight on Harson, and I don't think I don't think they understand that they're hurting the program. But people do not want to give with Harson at the helm. They don't. I, honestly, I think the day Auburn the day Auburn fires Harson, nil is going. You're going to be like, whoa! What's, well, look, what's, you can't be both.
3: Now? You can't lose and be difficult, and nobody like you. And that's what Harson's dealing with right now. Sure, he's 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 disliked and loses. I mean, hell, yeah, come on. If you're winning like crazy,
10: everybody get over it.
2: So who do you yeah, who exa- do you exactly who do you want to get the job?
10: Who do I want to get the job, man? Honestly, the people I've been thinking about every time I look up their contract, I'd be like, God, do we can't we can't afford that. So, so I gotta look Mel at Tucker,
2: else. Mel Tucker's contract's pretty prohibitive.
10: Man, dude, dude,
9: it is
2: big.
10: It is large. Yeah, I don't. I don't even.
2: I, I don't think that's gonna I happen. I don't
10: even. Yeah, and I don't even think he's worth that. Which is the thing about it. Like, like if you if you goes like with Brian Kelly, like with LSU did with Brian Kelly, you have to get a national championship. You have to get a national championship. If you take Mel Tucker away from Michigan State for more than nine million, you have to get a national championship or a playoff appearance or something. Yeah, you have to. And I don't, th- I don't think he's that guy. Oh, honestly, bro, if you can't get a proven head coach, a guy I wouldn't mind seeing, but people would have to let him learn a little bit. Is Jeff Levy.
2: Yeah, mm. I think, I think Jeff's name will come up on that job. Really, I do. Not ready for that. That's a. It, it's a, it's a, it's a leap. It grinds yeah. right. You'd have to. A, you'd have to let him grow it, into it.
3: And the boosters are willing to sit by and watch that for two years?
2: I don't know. You'd have to. They're okay
3: him- with seven and five. You,
10: Six and six? But you have to. You won't. This next, this next coach, whoever the next coach is, you got to ride out with him. You got to. Ugh. You got to. You got to.
2: Can I interrupt all and of you, this discussion? I think
10: Freeze would sign my bill?
2: Oh, yeah, he'd sign it. Can I interrupt this bill? real quick? JT Daniels sucks.
3: Yeah, Ole Miss got lucky. Did he just that? throw a pick?
2: No, he just he just throws a ball. <laughs> and he got lucky because they're going to call a penalty on Virginia Tech. But he just, he, his, he, he's just bad.
10: Yeah, I got that, man. Enough about Auburn. Auburn sucks. They probably – this game against Missouri, I, I feel y'all with the under, but, man, like I told y'all last week, I thought Auburn would lose by two or three possessions against Penn State. They said, boy, hold my beer. We're going to show you we can do worse. Right, so,
2: give, give me your thoughts. And then, and, give me your thoughts on Tennessee, you Tennessee,
10: Florida. Who wins? Tennessee, but it's closer than what people are thinking. It's closer than what people are thinking. Uh, I just got a gut feeling there. Florida. Florida's right going to make that a game. You just judging yeah. on the past. Tennessee, Tennessee runs. Tennessee run defense going to be going to get tested as like they've never been tested this year. My boy, Anthony
3: is
2: going to do some work. What about uh, what about Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Arlington?
10: Ooh, I, that's a game that you just watched on bet. But if I had two guns in my head,
2: oh yeah, you if I you if you're betting that game, you have you have issues. If you're really, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah, really yeah, yeah. betting a game, because listen, here's the deal. The odds are that game's super close, and the line's like one and a half right now, but that game has a 28-point swing on it. Arkansas yeah, could win that game does. by 14. Texas A&M could win that game by 14.
10: Yeah, I was going to say that's a four-outcome game, in my opinion. If you told me A&M, A&M won big, Arkansas won big, Arkansas won close, A&M won close, I believe it
2: all. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I agree completely. I believe it all. Yeah, absolutely. But
10: uh, I would say dang it, give me the better quarterback in in that game, but because I know Arkansas pass defenses suck, but can them take advantage of it? I don't think so. So Arkansas close, probably play the under, like twenty seven, twenty three, maybe. I don't know if that's the under. I don't know what the over. yeah the is over 20, like in the forties.
2: It's it's in the forties. It's really close. Yeah, I mean, man, just
10: don't bet that game. Yeah. Man, don't, know, don't bet that game.
2: Yeah, you're smart to leave that game alone.
10: Yeah. Uh, who else, who else plays this week? Uh, Auburn, Missouri, the thing is, like I told y'all last week, man, Penn, I felt like Penn State had a big advantage at the skill positions and they, and they showed that they did. They was able to stretch the field with their receivers. Auburn has shown completely this whole season that that is not in their offense. The furthest the ball will be completed is probably 10 to 15 yards down the field. If Missouri is able to stretch the field and able to hit some deep shots, I think Missouri can come up with an upset. it will be a low scoring game.
3: 51-and-a-half really total in Auburn, Missouri.
2: So if I told you that Missouri won the game, does Brian Harson coach next week?
10: Oh, no. I would say for anybody that hate Auburn or just wants to just relish in this Auburn you know, misery or whatever you want to call it, go listen to the J.G.'s last Auburn sports podcast. It is, ooh, ooh. As he said, if Harsin, everybody agreed, if Harson loses his game, he's – they're, they believe that they're going to get a like a letter on Sunday just saying that, hey, he's been fired of his duties, no press conference today. How,
3: how big of a deal is or isn't it with the team that Finley's dad's going off on podcast about play calling and coaches and all kind of stuff?
10: Well, first off, we don't see that his son suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean that's, that's the first problem. I mean, first, first off, boy, your son, your son probably leave the country in turnovers. That, that ain't even, that's just more than just, just play calling. Your son do stupid stuff, even when bad players make bad players worse. <laughs> and that's what your son been out there doing. But, uh, I mean, man, I think I'm not going to say they, they gave up on Harson, but I'm going to tell you this, man. If you watch the end. The end of that Penn State game when they was just running the ball, I ain't seen that. I ain't seen that happen at Jordan Hare Stadium in years. I ain't seen that happen in years. No, it, I ain't it, seen somebody just just hand the ball off and just get whatever they want. It had a
2: that. it had a different look to it for sure. I've covered a lot of games in that stadium, and it had a different look to it for sure.
10: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Ole Miss fans, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that over under. I just take Ole Miss to cover and just chill. Have you some rotel sure. dip while the rebels win by like thirty five. That's what like I.
2: That. That's what I think too. That over unders
3: because the problem with Tulsa, I do think they can score. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if that happens. But the problem is they love to throw two or three to Ole Miss and get taken back the other way.
2: Sure. And that yes, suddenly thing runs, is, that thing runs that thing runs crazy on you. And and Lane's if it gets to like four scores, Lane's going to start thinking about Kentucky. And so yeah. you, you just gotta. It's just not a good over under to get to. It's just not. I'm just do what you want to do. If you want to, yeah. if you want to put money on it, go for it. But if that things at 65, Vegas is laughing all the way to the bank because that's that's about right. Mm-hmm.
10: It could go either way. It could go either way. Yep, a hundred percent agree. And I want to say, I guess this who this, is South Carolina off this week? I'm guessing
2: uh, Charlotte. They play Charlotte. They're a 22-point favorite over Charlotte at 6.30 on Saturday night.
10: ESPN My rule when you play U, Charlotte is if you don't cover it, then that says a lot about you. And that's why I took yes. Coastal Carolina tonight. They saw. Georgia State ain't covered against Charlotte last week. Here's the,
2: here's the thing about Carolina is that their quarterback play is just leaves a lot to be desired. I know his name. Is, I know he has a big man.
10: He's underwhelming. He's underwhelming.
2: He is like I've watched. I watched them play against uh, Arkansas. I watched them play against Georgia. He's not in the same league as Jefferson or uh, or I got I got Georgia. What's his name? Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Thank you.
3: Stetson Bennett.
2: He's not in the same ballpark as
10: those guys. Man, but how much is Stetson Bennett the talent around him? Like Stetson Bennett is gonna go. He's probably gonna get drafted and gonna look. Falls to the wall in the NFL because he's so used to having all the time in his life, having receivers five yards open. Here's what
2: he does, though, and you've got to give him credit for this. Like, Yes, he is surrounded by so much talent, but that cat really gets it. He's shown to be a little more athletic than we thought he was. He's accurate. He makes really good decisions. He's he's a winner.
10: He wouldn't, he wouldn't start at Ole Miss.
2: I don't know about that. His decision-making decision would probably win him the job right now. Look, I think Jackson Dart's going to be a really good quarterback. But right now, today, I don't know that Jackson's as good of a decision-maker as Bennett. And with the, weapons yeah, that, yeah, yeah. with the weapons that Ole Miss has, I think they would take Stetson Bennett and just go game-manage the hell out of people.
10: Okay. Okay. I agree. Okay. I, I, I you know, I take you on that one. Last thing before I let you guys go, I remember last year I said that as soon as USC hired and Riley, I said my hot take was he was gonna have them boys in the playoffs, and man, it looks like he gonna do it. Looks like he may have USC in there.
2: We gotta see. We gotta see all Saturday. Right. We gotta see Saturday night. Let's go, let them let him go to Corvallis. See what happens.
10: Neil still. Right, over we here. Gonna see, all right, we gonna see. We gonna see. I'm gonna keep enjoying it so You guys all have a good night. All time. right, Grant. Thanks, buddy. Going all in on the
2: Beavers, yeah, a little bit. We'll see. That good team at home. Smith's a really good coach. Okay, he's really good. God, they sucked a few years ago. He's done a good job. He's done a really good around. job. He's done a really good job. Because they were awful. Yeah. It's almost like in today's college football, it can change quickly. They've
3: come a long way since Rommel Mieyo. Yeah. Ole Miss has come a long
2: way since Rommel Mieya. Ole Miss has come a long way since Elijah Moore peed in the end zone. It's been a, been, been a trajectory
3: since I mean, then, hasn't I'm it? just
5: saying.
2: All right, 16-14 Browns lead. The uh, Steelers, 143 to go in the third and counting. Uh, West Virginia starting to get a little uh, – <laughs> West Virginia getting a little bit of an advantage over Virginia Tech. Hey, who do we have?
6: Hey, guys, it's Thomas in Houston.
2: What's up, Thomas?
6: I got a funny story for you because Brian gave you a bunch of football content, so I figured I'd take us back to a food podcast. All right. So, I was headed out to a sporting clay shoot a couple years back with my grandfather at a gun club about an hour away from Houston, and if you just wanted to listen to the radio, that's the kind of person he is. So I put on your podcast. This is Matt Luke, pre-Labor Day. You guys are just filling time right after the Popeyes open in Oxford. And uh, y'all fill the first hour of the podcast pre-break with a Popeyes Chick-fil-A sandwich comparison. And my grandfather looks at me and he says, are you are you sure this is a sports
7: podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it was a sound of the times. Okay,
6: yeah, yeah. had to fill some
3: yeah. air, had to fill some content. We had stuff going on.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I thought about that. I think it was two two days ago, and and you know, you've been podcasting for every single day for twelve hours a day, so you know, if they all run together. I apologize. But, you know, when you guys were like, hey, we're comparing Tulsa's uniforms. We don't like the the letters on the leg. And if you're still with us, God bless (laughs) you.
7: Uh,
3: you (laughs) (laughs) We're just hanging out at this point, okay? It is what it is. Uh,
6: Uh, Well, I just wanted to tell you guys that I appreciate all the content. And uh, I just figured I'd share that story because I was headed back from the gun club today. And I was thinking about it as I was headed down listening to Mind on My Money. Um, And just the amount of shows you guys are putting out is pretty incredible.
2: Appreciate that, Thomas. Thank you, very appreciate much. It. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. All right. We're at uh, nine thirty. I think we're going to wrap it here on a uh, Thursday night. Again, lots of content up at the site. Um, on uh, there's some recruiting stuff from uh, Josh Hubbard's commitment earlier today. Big commitment for Ole Miss basketball. So that's there. A lot of uh, Ole Miss uh, Tulsa content. Pete's Pigskin Preview, highly recommend that you watch that. Well, I'll put it up in podcast form. It's going to be it's much better, better watch. to watch, much, much, much better. And for the people who think that we're steering you towards YouTube, we make more money if you listen to it. But uh, it's uh, it's a much better watch. We'll have uh, Butcher versus the uh, Spin Instructor up in podcast form as well. We'll put this up as the Friday Podcast. We'll put it up in two different parts. We'll have coverage on Saturday, Ole Miss and Tulsa, three o'clock at Vault Hemingway. I'll be at the stadium. I'll have a column. I'll have a couple of other content pieces. Chase will have the post game show, probably starting around I don't know six twenty, six thirty, something like that. And uh, get you ready, one last preseason game, Tulsa at Ole Miss at 3. And then starting next week, we get into, if everything goes the way we think it's going to go, it's going to be a big week as we get ready for uh, Ole Miss and Kentucky. Kentucky plays Northern Illinois on Saturday at 6.30. If the Wildcats win, and they, they're favored to win by 20-some-odd points, if the Wildcats win, they're going to come to town as a top-10 undefeated SEC team against what will we suspect will be an undefeated Ole Miss team with a ton on the line in that game. Two teams that are uh, two programs that over the last year and a half or so are the only the only programs that are anywhere close to Alabama and Georgia in the league. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for the super chat. Really appreciate that. It's very nice of you. He says thanks for the content. You're welcome. Um, appreciate all the people that do appreciate the content. We've we've put a lot of, uh, lot of effort into it. Tried to give you a diverse amount of content from the serious to the silly and everything in between. So thanks for noticing. We appreciate that a lot. All right. Uh, again, thanks to Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating for uh, making this show possible each and every Thursday night. Uh, 662 801 1777 to get in touch with the people at Comer. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, Southern is 662 429 4429. If you live in Memphis, DeSoto County, that area, you want to make sure that um, your heating system is ready to roll as the uh, fall rolls around. So keep that in mind as the month of October gets here and the cooler weather starts to come and you start to think about your needing to turn your heater on at some point, you want to make sure that it's operational. So get in touch with those people, and they'll come out, check it out, and make sure that you're safe. So for uh, Chase, I'm Neil. Talk to you guys over the weekend. Again, post-game show on Saturday night, and then we'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Until then, have a great weekend. Take care.
11: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?